ever been asked by a stranger or acquaintance whether or not you have kids? If you're child-free, and especially a child-free woman, chances are you don't easily forget the looks of surprise, judgment, or pity you've received when you answer this question. If you're like me, you might even have a quick joke at the ready for those who insist on probing deeper for more answers to what they perceive as an unnatural or misguided decision. Happy International Women's Day and welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana and today I'm reviewing Child Free by Choice, the movement redefining family and creating a new age of independence by Dr. Amy Blackstone and narrated brilliantly by Gabra Zachman with McLeod Andrews. I chose to share this review today because on International Women's Day, I see a lot of posts celebrating diversity among women, and I'd like to contribute to this broader conversation with some key insights Dr. Blackstone presents in her audiobook. First off, I want to mention this book is specifically about people, men and women, who've deliberately chosen not to have children. This is not about childless people who are coming to terms with infertility or unhappy about their predicament, which is completely legitimate as subject matter, but it is not explored in this book. Secondly, although men make up significant numbers of the child-free community, it's often child-free women who bear the brunt of questions and judgment, and this is largely because of cultural pressures and stereotypes. One of the most illuminating chapters in this book is a discussion on how maternal instinct isn't so much instinct as it is a process of socialization. Dr. Blackstone points out that it is much more comfortable and even comforting to others to joke about one's individual lack of maternal instinct than it is to suggest that maternal instinct itself doesn't exist. The deeply uncomfortable belief underlying all of this, of course, is that many people have internalized the idea that women who aren't mothers, or simply those who don't aspire to be parents, aren't real women. And another stereotype that this book tackles is the commonly held belief that having children ensures you will have someone to take care of you when you're older. But on a side note, when I listen to this section, I really had to wonder, but do people that hold this assumption visit retirement homes or retirement residences much? Because that experience alone should verify for you that plenty of folks with kids can still end up, unfortunately, quite lonely. As Dr. Blackstone outlines in her book, many child-free folks take the time to develop deep friendships and extensive social networks. And far from being selfish and self-absorbed, child-free folks take the time to volunteer in their community, and they benefit many others outside their immediate family. As someone who lives and works in a fairly densely populated urban environment, I feel I have it pretty good here. In spite of the judgment we face from some There are plenty of other child-free folks out there who share my interest and curiosity for life. That said, I feel great sympathy for those who wish to remain child-free, but they're 
caught in more isolated or even rigidly ideological surroundings. I encourage you to connect with other child-free folks online if you're facing discrimination, which unfortunately remains quite common. My only criticism of this book is that I would have liked to see more data cited and analysis. But overall, it's still a compelling listen. If you're a child-free person or someone who wants to support those in your life who've made a decision to be child-free, this is a great source of material and reflection. On a personal note, I wish everyone would read this and we could get past the pronatalist bias in our culture, but I'm not holding my breath on that. Check it out. That's all for this episode of Audiobooks in 5. Join me again soon for another audiobook review and thanks for listening.